Welcome to The Happiness Approach. This is Pooja Anand. Firstly, thanks so much for tuning into today's podcast episode. Now, I don't intend to talk for the first 5 to 15 minutes about a pillowcase, mattress, or supplement I may or may not be using, or even like for that matter. But I do want to chat with you about the option of supporting and subscribing to this podcast show so it can remain 100% ad and sponsorship free. If you've heard this message before, feel free to forward it and get into today's show. It's roughly around two to two and a half minutes in length. You can also read and listen to the long form of this message where I explain a little bit further onto the why of this on the website at poojaanand.com forward slash subscribe. So that's P-O-O-J-A-A-N-A-N-D.com forward slash subscribe. By now, you may have noticed that I don't run any ads or take on any sponsorships for this podcast show. That's simply because I made the decision when I started it to keep it 100% ad and sponsorship free. Now, nothing against people who choose to do this. It's just how I personally want to run my podcast show. I want you to feel like you're always getting my realist views and raw advice. By self-funding this platform together, we're creating a forum that's based on honesty and trust, which in today's world can be rare. Even though this is completely optional, I want you to think about it because a lot of us are doing this as part of our profession to run our livelihoods as you do in your own amazing, unique way in the world. It's a big part of what I do, and it takes time and effort to put out these shows completely free. Every single day, we buy things without even thinking twice about it. That don't nearly bring us the same value as an online course, podcast, YouTube channel, blog, and so on may bring into our lives. So all I ask is that you simply just consider supporting and subscribing to the show if you find it brings value into your life. Any amount, big or small, helps fund this show, and all supporters and subscribers of the podcast will receive all ebooks I ever publish completely free and will get first access onto all upcoming programs, products, events, and services I release, just as a thank you and small token of my personal appreciation. So if you'd like to become a subscriber and supporter of the happiness approach to keep it ad and sponsorship free, then head on over to poojanand.com forward slash subscribe. That's P-O-O-J-A-A-N-A-N-D.com forward slash subscribe. It takes around a minute of your time to set up and starts as low as just $3 a month. I've also added a one-time or an annual donation option, and you guys can also customize the amount. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart for tuning in each time that you do to this podcast show and for your time in considering this. Now, let's get into today's show. Today, I want to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart, and that's been on my mind for a really long time. It's something that people talk to me about and mention a lot, and it's something that I get messages about, and I really want to address this. Now, if you've gone on my website, you'll see that literally my website motto and slogan is design a life that feels right. And you'd be surprised how many people come to me and say, well, you can do this or you can live and work where you want to work, but I can't. I'm in a situation where I can't do that. Or they come up with all these kind of 
boundaries and excuses and flags that they put up in their own mind about why they too can't have that lifestyle. Lifestyle is personal and that's going to be what you want. But this podcast show is actually inspired by a lot of you and a lot of people and a lot of conversations that I've had with people when I told them that me and my partner were moving to Asia. Me and my partner travel a lot and we are on the go a lot and we love to travel and work in different places and it's just something that we have worked into our lifestyle for right now in our lives. And before I go on about this, I want you to know that it's not for everyone, but a lot of people message me and say, well, not anyone can just move to Asia, Pooja. Like, that's not real life. And all these excuses that I get, well, you can do this because you're so blah, 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 fill in the blank. And I'm not, I'm not able to do this. I'm not able to use my skills in my career elsewhere and so on, or I just bought a house, or I have a baby, and there's so many things, right? And first of all, a lot of people don't even accept or entertain the fact that it's even possible for them. If you're speaking this way, and this is how you're talking to yourself in your mind, and that's you right now, you need to have more belief and confidence in yourself, my friend. And I'm not special. I'm no different than you. If you have a phone, a computer, the ability to listen to this podcast show, you have the means to do it too. You have the means to live out your dreams, to live where you want, to be doing what you want. And I ain't special. Nobody is. Obviously, people are special in their own unique way, but you know what I mean. We aren't special. There's nothing that makes me able to do this other than the fact that I wanted to do it and I worked at it and we made it happen, me and my partner. The people who make things happen and do things differently and have the lifestyle you so want so badly aren't special. They just made it happen. They revolved their life around it and around that goal and then they worked towards achieving it. They moved. They sold their things. They quit their job. They found a stream of income elsewhere. They used their skills and they made it into project work. They created their own business. They started something online. They did it. And maybe that's not everyone's aspiration in life to have that, to move, to live large, to explore bits of the earth, to grow and learn about different cultures and to be working on the beach, to work in a new place, to have their office, you know, in the mountains. Whatever it may be, some people are totally content being born somewhere, living in the same town and city and staying there until the day they die. Some people love to stay in one place, build a house, and they want to stay there. Some people don't have that kind of urge to travel. So you have to know what you want and what's itching in you, in your soul and your desires and what will work for you. And maybe you are doing what you love and you are where you love to be. And that's amazing. I'm just saying that a lot of people that claim that they can't too have that lifestyle tend to place boundaries and have self-limiting mindsets upon themselves. I question a lot of the people who say that, you know, I'm happy in my small town. I'm happy living on the same street that I grew up in. I also tend to question people like that because people who say that, that they are happy to stay where they've been placed 
growing up, even past adulthood, when they can make their own decisions and, you know, fly and expand their wings in the world and try new things and go to new places. It's also because they mentally have caged themselves in and don't think they can do it. And a lot of the time, not to sound mean, but it's laziness. Laziness in not making their dreams come true. Laziness in planning. Laziness in loathing the fact that they're going to have to put in some work and some inconvenience of selling all their possessions, moving, even just putting things in storage. Now, this is not to say that there isn't people who adore and love the village life, small town living, and there's people who love the big city life. And as mentioned before, people who love to truly stay in one place and they're really happy with that. And those things may change depending on your age and depending on the time in your life as well. And that's totally fine. I'm not saying that this is for everyone. I'm just trying to place this podcast here and talk about this topic because it's something that I've received a lot of messages on of Pooja, how can I also do this? And what are the steps in getting there? So I just wanted to talk about this in case you're one of those people who are saying that you can't do it because of a self-limiting belief, not because you truly love where you are. And that's where you need to get real honest, dead honest with yourself. I hope you know that I'm saying this all out of love and respect for you because I truly want you to live out your dreams and I want you to be happy with not only with what you're doing, but with where you live in the world. There's a total difference in staying where you are because you're content and you love it versus staying where you are against your will because you don't like it. And things could be different if you just switched around some things in your life and you made that extra effort to make it happen that way. And isn't it so true that a lot of the things that we so want badly in life, we just halt and stop because of the things that we have to do necessary to get there? And at the end of the day, of course, it's not for everyone. And I'm not saying that everybody has that desire and that lifestyle to be moving around and traveling. But I feel a large number of people in the population who claim that don't really even know why it's not something that they want. Because if all you've ever known is one thing, you never really know the difference, right? And I believe we are born explorers. Back to the conception of our species, really. If you look at history books, if you look at anthropology, if you look at the human species and the birth of it, a big part of why we are here today is because of our desire and our passion for exploration. There is so much to learn, so much to grow from, and so much to give to everywhere. So no matter where you personally want to work or live, Know that the only people who make it happen for themselves are the ones who have that specific goal in mind and the ones who work towards it. Honestly speaking, lives can be worlds different even a month from now. Your life could be so different a year from now. And even literally weeks, people can make big decisions in one day and follow through. Now, I'm not saying to do it irresponsibly, but what I am trying to say is that the difference between people who live out their dreams, where they want to live them out, and detach from conformity and society's expectations, and this kind of brainwash and thinking we need to be in a certain place, live in a certain place, get married, have children, grow old, work, retire, and die, 
the difference between the people who want to do something different is that they simply just decide. It's just that they decide that they really want it and then they make it happen. You do not need to stay where your parents have raised you. It's your life to explore, to live. And nowadays with technology advancements and how easy and accessible travel is, you can see and visit and spend the same quality time with your family, arguably even more quality time with your family and parents and relatives and siblings and the people who matter and so on than you would have staying in the same town with them, same street, same province, same state, same country. And I can tell you this, when I lived in the same city as my parents and you know, my older brother, the times we saw each other weren't as special because we took it more for granted. We knew that we could at any point in time just see each other because we were just a drive away. But living abroad and visiting for extended periods of time, now that's special because distance really does make the heart grow fonder. And the funny thing is you can spend the same amount of time as you would have chunking it in throughout the year and live the life you want and design a life that feels right for you than you would have living in the same place that you're not really feeling right now and you don't want to live. You just have been because you've been there. And if you add up how many days or hours you see your family and spend quality time with them, it can work out to being the same even despite living elsewhere and with a travel lifestyle. Now, you guys know if you've heard the very first podcast I ever put out that social relationships and putting effort into those and fostering great social relationships is one of the major predictors of happiness. So you know that I think it's extremely important to spend quality time with those that you love. But that doesn't mean you can't set up a life in which you can do both. Now, of course, everything in life is a trade-off. But let's say, for example, you see your relatives, in-laws, or family two to three times a year. And your parents and siblings are people who are more closer knit to you 10 to 30 times a year or something. I'm just throwing out numbers. But you can plan it so it's chunked to seeing them the same amount of time and plan trips to visit around that. And I personally was born in India if you guys don't know, and my parents were born there, my brother was born there, we were all born in India, we're 100% Indian. And my parents made the decision to move to Canada when I was just five years old. Now, they knew nobody in Canada, and they had to start their life anew because my dad had the idea that he wanted to give us more opportunity and he wanted to try something new and my parents were very ambitious because back then they just had the idea of Canada from a pamphlet I mean they had never visited here nowadays with the internet we can look up and know a lot about a place through blogs and google and so on and travel wasn't so common and nor did they have Skype and moving across the world was not an easy feat. They did not have, you know, all these apps and messaging apps and videos. Like, I mean, they had to use international calling and phone booths and literally internet cafes and to email. And then they also had to write letters. So I'm just saying that right now we lived in such a blessed, awesome time. And my parents, as immigrants, I guess I kind of get this travel bug from them because. They're the ones who value experiences and exploration and adventure over things and possessions, and they always have. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with things. You can totally do both, and you can truly set up a life in the way that feels right for you and what you want to prioritize. You design it. But 
Like I said, my parents, as immigrants, they left India. And that doesn't mean they didn't go back and visit. Of course they did. But now it's even easier to stay connected. And leaving the country and moving somewhere else is not abandoning the people you love. That's not what it is. What's that Dr. Seuss quote? I'm going way back here, but it's those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. I chat with my mom and dad now more than ever, really, on video calls. Also, most families who even live in the vicinity of their relatives only see them on special occasions. So you can chunk it so it works out to the same. I know people that despite almost all their uncles and aunts and cousins living within the same province their whole life, so same state, same province, very close vicinity geographically, that the first time they'd seen each other in over a decade was at, you know, their sister's wedding and that they were never even welcome to stay with them and their relatives when they visited the city that they lived in. But despite my family being all the way in India, I saw them more often than that. And I would always have a place to say. And these differences may be cultural too, or maybe they're not. But the way things are in relationships, you know, it's the people who've put in the effort or a lack thereof in it to keep it that way and to make it that way. And of course, these are just two examples. There's so many permutation combinations that can happen in relationships and all over the world. Geographical distance, though, doesn't mean distance in relationships. You can have extremely close relationships despite geographical distance. Despite us moving away across the world to India, I stay connected with most of all my relatives and cousins and saw them more often than a lot of people I know that have their cousins and relatives living within a very close vicinity. So I'm not saying one is right or wrong. I'm just saying that we often have this misconception that if we move countries or we move abroad, we'll be abandoning our parents or family. And this is just not the case. That's simply inaccurate and a wrong belief to have. You can't stay stuck in one place when it's not where you enjoy to be and where you're meant to be. Because at the end of your life, you die alone and you have to make sure you're happy with some really honest, raw questions at the end of it. Did you live how you wanted to? Did you live where you wanted to? Did you go for it? Did you make your dreams come true? Did you love those that you deeply cared about in a way that mattered? And did you make a difference? What did you give? (laughs) What did you take? These are all important questions that I think we need to think about. And I so value and love the relationships I've fostered all over the world. And of course, adore my family and quality time spent with them. I actually saw this blog post. I'm pretty sure you can just Google it. It was honestly a year ago, but it just popped in my head right now that stated how many hours you have left with your parents and how many hours you spent with them growing up as a child. And then after you get married or if you do get married and go on with your life and your career, how many hours you have left with them. And it's such a small amount and it's shown very visually. And that really got to me when it's displayed in front of you like that. It's crazy, powerful and real. But you know that the people who truly love you 
will want you to be living your best life where you want, how you want, and they want you to be happy. They won't want to cage you. They'll want you to be free and spread your wings. And like I said, you can chunk it in spending the same amount of time you would have anyways living closer. And in fact, it's usually more quality time and a better use of time together too. And it's more special and not taken for granted. A lot of things change throughout life and priorities change and things switch up and that's totally fine. You don't have to justify or prove anything to anyone. You don't owe anyone an explanation of why you're doing what you love to do and you don't need anyone else's approval to know that what you're doing is what you love. So many choices we make in life are convoluted nowadays because of these underlying expectations. And they probably always were even way back when people immigrated across the world and went on these great grand feats and travel expeditions and exploration. And all these underlying expectations of society that it places on us, like having children, not having children, buying a house, settling down and so on. It's something that society has placed on us, and it's up to us to really differentiate the difference here. And at the end of the day, we live for ourselves and we live to give and to serve, but it's our lives. And we shouldn't just stay somewhere just because we have, because it's convenient, or because people say it's wrong to move. The reactions that I had from people were both happy. Some people were very happy that we're moving abroad. Some people you could tell were a little bit bitter and not so happy. And now that may be something going on with them and not personal to us, but it's just so interesting to see the different reactions and to hear the reactions of people saying, well, I could never do that, or you're living my dream, or I wish I could do that, but I'm in this office job. If you have a dream to live somewhere, to explore, to be working somewhere else, to have a certain lifestyle, whatever that may be for you, you need to have a vision for it. And coming up with these excuses, it's not helpful and it's not real. All of those limitations are just that, they're limitations. If you want to do something, you have to have a vision for it and then you need to break it down and work at it. You need to make it happen. Me and my partner traveled Asia for six months and decided we were going to move there within a year. And I believe we said within two years max. Actually, that was like the five-year plan, the five-year goal and dream to, in five years from now, be able to move to Asia and then from there, live in different places, even across the world every four months or every couple months when we felt like it. And we didn't even know how. We had no idea of any of the logistics behind it or how that was going to happen. But we worked towards it and we made it happen. We were only back in Canada for eight months when we moved to Asia. Yes, we settled down in a place, bought furniture, all of those things. And then we sold a lot of it, stored some of it and moved on from it. One day we may want to be somewhere else or be back in Canada. I don't know. We're just riding the wave right now and things change in life and that's okay. But often we make things out to be way more inconvenient and harder than they actually are. Some people move like two to three times in their entire lifetime. And we've moved so many times that I literally lose track. I honestly think we're pros now, but we can move in and out and get settled and pack very quickly now. Now, that's not to say that one day we won't settle down somewhere. Maybe we will and maybe we won't. But time is short 
And even the longest ride is a short one in life. If you have a dream to go and work and stay in, I don't know, South America or Europe or Asia or outer space, (laughs) build your dream house, whatever it may be for you, have the vision and then work at it. We all have to put in real work and real hours into anything that we want and anything that's going to count. And if you want to do something amazing and live in your most amazing way in this world, and you want to contribute your gifts and all the awesomeness, and you want to serve and do what you love, then you might as well do it somewhere you enjoy to live too, right? First, we all need to make an income. We might as well do it in something we love. Now, that's another topic for another day. But then we all want to live somewhere and we all need to live somewhere, obviously. We might as well live somewhere that we love too, because where we live and our environment has a huge impact on us. And yes, to a certain extent, it's not where you are, it's who you're with. I totally agree with that. You can have an amazing grand time anywhere with the right people and you can feel really lonely and have a crappy time in the most beautiful areas in the world if you're not with the right people and you're not feeling connected and so on. But where you love the food, the culture, the people, the lifestyle, the way of life. That's important because yes, having a job or career or building something you do professionally, you love matters and is very important. But what about all the other hours in the day that make up your life outside of that? That matters too. And all in all, if you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen. And if you want something bad enough and you didn't make it happen, then you gave an excuse. I have met so many people, you guys, and individuals amongst my travels in life, people who have just had newborn babies traveling the world, people who sold their house, all their belongings, all their things to live a completely different life, people who were high-level exec CEOs making so much money, but they weren't fulfilled and they weren't happy, so they had a calling to do something else and they gave it all to charity and they gave it away. I've literally met people who have done that and people who have made their stereotypical stay-in-one-place type jobs work elsewhere and they've built it so they got contract and project work. I've met nurses, physiotherapists that go from country to country for months at a time and live in different places all throughout the year. And no, it's not Doctors Without Borders, which is amazing by the way, but it isn't charity work. It's real work that they get paid to do as they would staying stationary in one place. You can make it happen despite your profession, despite your skill set. You can find work anywhere if you really truly want it bad enough. If you want to make it work, you'll do it. Some people settle and say, well, this job isn't the best and not what I feel fulfilled in or really want to do, but it pays the bills. Or, well, I don't really like where I live, but the kids are in school here, so I can't really do anything. Things like that just hurt my heart because I've met people who travel with their young children all over and their kids make so many amazing friends and are forced to be more social and grow those skills in so many places and will probably develop to be some crazy, awesome, bomb humans having experienced so many cultures people do it and now more than ever with tech companies remote work online space e-commerce it's easier than ever to make it happen i personally coach clients from all over the world via video and or phone calls and i coach businesses teams and individuals while i'm living here in asia currently when i'm recording this opportunities don't land on you you make them happen 
And yes, manifesting them and stating them out loud and the law of attraction, all of that, and having a vision is very important. A lot of why manifestation and all of this works, like the things I know it's super big, the secret, all of that, why that works is because you yourself have it in your mind and think about it more. So even subconsciously, subliminally, you're working harder at making it happen for yourself. And I'm not saying anything wrong with manifestation, the law of attraction, the secret. Everyone has their own opinions on that. I'm all for people being passionate and inspired and you know, wanting to use belief in getting to where they want to go. People have to have hope and belief. And think about it. If you manifest or have a belief that someday you will be a millionaire, just having that belief will make you more likely to be a millionaire, okay? Compared to if you had never had that thought or thought it ever in your life. But if you just manifest it and think about it daily, but don't take any actions towards being a millionaire, nothing is going to change for you. But if you manifest it and you think about it every single day, obviously you're going to have a higher likelihood and a higher chance of working towards that because it's something you're consciously thinking about. And that's going to have an effect on, you know, one thing leading to another, the actions you take, the decisions you make, the choices you make one by one, the ability to choose one choice over another, one thought over another, those tiny little things, it all adds up in making you wanting to be a millionaire happen. That's just an example. It's not just the simple act, though, of manifestation or thinking about it. You can't manifest it and sit on the couch all day. No, you need to work at it. I think that the word manifest has just become this kind of buzzword, but really, all in all, it means belief, hope, thoughts, the power of your thoughts, and choosing one thought over another and making something happen. But just for the sake of the podcast, let's use the word manifest. In the future, I may do an entire dedicated podcast on the law of attraction, manifestation, reaching your goals, you know, making your dreams happen, realizing your dreams. And I have touched on it on podcasts before, the power of positive thinking, choosing one thought over another, the choices that we have every single day. But I'm going to save that for a totally different podcast. So regardless of your opinion on it, regardless if it's backed up by science or not, it's a good thing because you know what's extremely powerful? The placebo effect. That is more powerful than a lot of drugs. Belief, thinking it's going to happen, makes you live in a different way than if you don't believe that. Now you can have your own opinions, and I'm not even stating my own real opinion on this, there's so many different opinions around the law of attraction and manifestation, all this. But at the end of the day, I think that all translates to belief and a desire and a goal and a vision and then working towards that. There needs to be two sides to that. You can't just have the belief but no work, but you shouldn't also just have the work without having that kind of intention and alignment and working towards something you want to do. Also, there's the availability bias in psychology. We see what we want to see. We see what we focus on. So if you're looking for a certain something in your day, that's going to pop up more for you. For example, if you're hungry, you're going to see more restaurants popping out at you when you're driving on the highway than when you're not hungry. All these things play an effect of what we notice, what we think about, what we imbue meaning into. So just keep that in mind as well. But do what works for you. We got to do what works for us. So if manifestation, law of attraction, all these things work for you in achieving your goals, then you do you. That's an awesome thing. 
we're often doing the same things as other people, but just calling it different things. That's just part of language. I mean, there's so many different words that mean around the same thing when you strip it down to the baseline and you strip it down to the basic thing that everyone is doing. And a lot of the times it comes down to belief, hope, inspiration, motivation. We're all kind of wanting the same things in life, right? And like I've said in previous podcasts, we a lot of the times too have the same problems and struggles. They're just packaged differently. I think if we can have an approach and we can have a way of thinking that all of us are working towards the same things in life, wanting a better life, wanting to live in alignment of ourselves and what we think that we're placed on this earth to do, to do good, to serve, to give back, but also to live in a way and design a life that feels right for us. If we can all remember that we're all battling the same sort of things too, and we aim to keep that at the forefront, then we can all bring the humanity back and connect in a better way. So that is what I wanted to share with you guys today. I know it was a bit longer, but it's just something I had to get off my chest because so many people message me and say I'm living their dream and they wish that they could do this. And it just hurts me. It just hurts my heart. And I just want to share with you an Instagram post that I wrote a few months back, I believe. And it's just a picture of me in a sunset. I believe I'm walking. And I said, I call it the sunset strut when we were in California and Southern California. I just want to read to you what I wrote because I think it might inspire you. I live to travel. Do you? Nothing excites me more than creating new memories in new or fond places, plus meeting and learning from people from all walks of life. We are explorers and we have so much to learn from every bit of the earth. It breaks my heart hearing and seeing people placing limitations on why they can't travel for whatever reason. But then I see and meet people along the way who make it part of their life no matter what. Yes, with a house, kids, jobs, all of it, and more. I've met people working traditional jobs you'd think would have to stay in one place who made it into project work that takes them across the globe. I've met people who've sold everything with newborn babies that started a new life. I met people in their 80s embarking upon their newfound adventures. People who literally were in this mold that broke out of it and made it work. There's always a way. You can surely do whatever you want to do and you can make it happen if that's truly what you want and desire in life. If you are blessed enough to be in a situation where you have an Instagram account, to be reading this, a phone, you're in the top 2% of the world that has freedom beyond measure to choose your own destiny. No limitations exist, but the ones we place upon ourselves. There are no rules telling you you have to stay at your current job, live where you live, or stay within a comfortable, predictable lifestyle that society has placed a spell on us for. We aren't meant to be comfortable in life. We are meant to live in ways that force us to grow, expand, and learn. If it's important to you, you'll find a way. And if it's not, you'll find an excuse. The world is just too dang big and wide for us to stay in one place. Traveling has taught me more about life, people, and everything in between than anything else ever could have. If you aren't a traveler or haven't traveled much, I highly recommend it, especially overseas with an open mind and heart. 
And then with one of my favorite quotes at the end by Atticus Poetry, chase your stars fool. And with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope it inspired you and motivated you in some way to just think about the life that you want to lead, the lifestyle you want to have, and designing a life that feels right for you. And to not let your dreams stay dreams because you really do have the power to make it happen. Take it from someone who's done it. And I'm kind of giggling because I have to stop in my tracks in this podcast because there's airplanes going above our apartment where we are right now in our Airbnb. But it just is such a cool symbol to just show like people are traveling every single day and people are exploring and that's awesome. And if that's not for you, then take this podcast episode as designing a life that feels right in the lifestyle that you want where you currently are. I'm not saying that this is for everyone in terms of just packing up their stuff and moving around the world and exploring and all that kind of stuff. And again, it can change in life and that's totally fine. Things and priorities are going to change and shift at different times in your life. It's going to be different, but this is just here to hopefully inspire you to just think about it. And if you are that person that wants to do something, but then keeps putting these self-limiting beliefs in your head saying that why you can't do this, but of course somebody else can, you have to catch yourself when you're thinking that way and think, well, if they can do it, why can't I do it? It's just following the same things that person did, right? You have skills where you can literally make it happen anywhere in the world. I've seen it. And I just hope that me doing this podcast and sharing with you my example of how we did it and my beliefs on this and talking about this and chatting with this more with you just helped you thinking about it a little bit more. So with that, I'm so grateful for you guys listening into this show and I hope that you have a phenomenal week ahead and I'll chat with you real soon. Thanks so much for taking time out of your busy day to tune into today's episode. It's something I don't take lightly and I love you for putting the effort into bettering yourself. Now, there are three things that would mean the world to me if you were at all inspired by today's show. One, if you liked this episode, follow the one for one rule and share it with at least one friend or someone who you think would benefit from listening in today. It's my personal motto, be inspired, inspire others. Two, help me help others by rating, subscribing, and leaving a review for the Happiness Approach podcast show on whatever podcast app you're listening in from. Three, if today's show resonated with you and you think you could help others by sharing your own personal perspective or insight, don't be shy to head on over to the blog where you can chime in and engage in today's topic, where as always, there will be a written transcript of today's show. To get there, just go to poojaanand.com forward slash blog. That's P-O-O-J-A-A-N-A-N-D.com forward slash blog. This is also where you can submit your own questions or suggestions for future episodes. You can also always just shoot me an email to podcast at poojanan.com too. I try to read each and every suggestion and love reading your emails. They're like little love letters to me. Lastly, if you'd like to support and subscribe to this podcast show, you can learn how to do that by visiting poojanan.com forward slash subscribe. And if you'd like an inside look at my life, then follow me on Instagram at poojanandxo. 
Thanks so much again for listening, sending you big love today and always to never let your dreams stay dreams. I'll chat with you next time on The Happiness Approach.